Hello, and welcome to Movie Quest. Welcome 20, 2020 vision. It's the first first one of of this year. Second of uh, what day? Is it the second, second of January. It's the second of January. Bang on. So we're we're recording early. Year of good visions. Yes. So this is a special episode of the Movie Quest. Um, Ant came up with a really good name for our film of the year episode, and he's called it the Questies. Yeah, it took me all of about twenty seconds <laughs> to come up with that name. That's good. It's a good name. Just remember, I think you know any film that gets a Questie will be. Happy. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll be posting on Twitter. Like yeah, they will. Yeah, they'll weeks. be they'll be on. You know, if the Joker wins it, then he'll be on the Instagram, and he'll be like, "I got a questie." Oh yeah. Maybe we should send certificates out, and then yeah, we could then like put on their Wikipedia page that they won a questie award from <laughs> the Movie Quest podcast. <laughs> it, yeah. If anyone wants to uh, pay us some money, we'll uh, we'll send you one out anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker, if you're right there, yeah, yeah. send us some of that moolah. So, so the same amount of money that you paid um, the guys at IGN to review Halloween, please. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. So if you are a first-time listener, um, this is basically a podcast with three friends who usually watch a film together and dissect it and talk about it sometimes we do like a series where we'll pit films against each other but as you, you're already made aware of this is the film of the year episode or films of the year or worst films of the year but we'll get to that later we'll get to that later many categories would it not many. be better if this podcast was about uh three enemies who are trying to discuss podcasts together or like movies together well maybe we're making that podcast for later in the year johnny we'll all fall out and then it'll be like a really spoiler alert podcast to listen yeah. to it's like, be really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a white film. No, this is a better. This the, the movie quest is the best podcast ever in the world. In the in the known universe. Yeah, no known universe, and everyone's really <laughs> excited to get a questie. Okay. So basically, lads, it's been Christmas. It's been a new year, and usually over those periods of time, people are doing nothing but shopping and watching films and eating food. Yeah. I'm doing one of those things a lot, which is eating a ton of food. Well, so you haven't been watching films? Not, not really. Actually, not really, to be <laughs> honest. I've only watched a couple, to be honest. Well, yeah, we watched a lot of football, though. So, or should we just pull the what have you been watching segment? We'll just, no, no, I've we'll got, just a get rid of it. I've got a couple of things. You got a couple of things. things. Do you want to do you want to start it off? Sure, yeah, I'll start off. Uh, Christmas film. I uh, we were looking for some email. We were looking for something good to watch over Christmas. We've watched like. A lot of the classics in the last few years, you know, Home Alone and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, is it? And those those sort of ones. Love mm. Actually, we've watched, yeah. we watched those in the last few years. My favorite last year I watched was Gremlins. It's a great film. Um, is a is a really good film. So we're looking for something a bit different this year, and um, a film popped up on our Netflix, which was oh, Claus. Yes, so no, this Klaus, is, mate. It's Klaus. Oh, Klaus, 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 Klaus. 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 So this is uh, straight to Netflix original, which always worries me about film and, and especially with animation as well do, but does it worry you it doesn't any more like mm. ne, if it goes straight to netflix does it worry you, you yeah usually usually my my uh predictions are it's not going to be a great film because it couldn't couldn't you know it couldn't handle being in the in the cinema or whatever but um oh, i just don't think that matters but anyway that's but yeah, yeah so right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'll just quickly run through it so claus is um it's like the origins of santa claus basically so it's uh, directed by uh, Sergio Pablos and um, Carlos Mentinez Lopez. I don't think I don't recognize any of the. I didn't recognize 
it as being made by a big production house I've heard of before. But basically, the description is, uh, a simple act of kindness always parts another, even in a frozen, faraway place. When Nuremberg's new postman, Jesper, befriends Toymaker Claus, their gifts melt an age-old feud and deliver a sleigh full of holiday traditions. So basically, it's it starts off, the film is about uh, a postman uh, who basically his dad runs the post office yeah. or whatever and yeah. he doesn't want to do his job and he's lazy and he's bone idle and he just wants to like sit around and do nothing and his dad sends him to the worst place basically ever to be a postman and it's like this really interesting little town sort of reminded me of um gangs in new york almost it, like oh, nice. in, like there's like two different like families or whatever two different like gangs all fighting each other constantly and it's it's basically him uh he has to he has to get so many thousand uh, mails, uh, letters sent for him to be able to get out of this place. So he comes up with this idea of getting the kids to request uh, toys to the to this guy called Claus, and it's that's basically the premise of the film. It's like it's Klaus. It's His really name is Klaus. It, Klaus. Okay, fine, Klaus. Um, I really enjoyed it. It looks stunning. It is it is genuinely flipping beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's flipping. It reminded beautiful. me a l- yeah. little bit of um, if anyone's seen. The Disney short that was bef- I can't what film it was before, but it was um, I think it was called Paper, which is about uh, the guy throwing paper airplanes across to try oh, and get yeah. the attention of a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, had a similar sort of vibe to that in terms of the, the, the way the characters look. It's quite Disney. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it definitely it didn't feel like it was a budget, low budget film. Anything. It felt no, like it premium. Gorgeous. gorgeous. Looked, got, looked beautiful. Music was really good. Um, Good voice actors as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you had like Jason Schwartzman in there and J.K. Simmons. Had uh, Norm Macdonald as well as a uh, as a sort of old craggly man. Um, and yeah, like uh, it was really good. I, I, it, it's definitely uh, now up there with one of the films I'll watch at Christmas in every few years. Probably I'll probably watch it in a few years. Is time. that a new film this year? Yeah, it came out this year. Yeah. Out this year. Yeah. I think I think it was just a really interesting take on the origin story of like Santa Claus. Like he basically. It, the whole film, I thought it was directed, it was going one direction, and I thought it was going to be this one thing. And then right at the end, it was actually something a bit more beautiful than that. And then a lot of like the sort of tropes or things that you would sort of look at Santa and say, "Oh, that's that Santa Claus." Like the way that they describe him, the way they make those things, or so like maybe a sleigh or the reindeers or like really well, fly or how they fly and stuff. It they use like just good ways of describing them and, and, they, and making them a thing like because obviously Santa doesn't really exist in this universe and then it sort of create they use this stuff in this film to create the legend that yeah. is Santa Claus I, I for seeing the trailer of it or maybe for seeing bits on Netflix like just a couple of shots and stuff of it I thought I kind of knew what the story was going to be just because yeah, like, oh yeah. it's going to be Santa Claus but it isn't really like no, no, no. what you expect it's it's really clever the way it's, it's pretty funny it. And it's quite dark in some Oh, yeah, it's well dark, as well. yeah, it's pretty heavy. Like um, I wouldn't recommend it for young kids. I think you have to be a little bit older, maybe like 10, 11, 12, something like that. Yeah, I mean... Well, um, what would you say is like a similar film? Is it like Elf, or is it a bit no. more um, sinister? I would say... Like, you mean I'd like say cr- almost like, um, almost like a, a, a Ghibli film. Like, yeah, it's kind of Ghibli. I'd say quite spirited away. Or... Uh, There's like, sort of dark points at the start, yeah, where yeah. Like, she sees her parents turn into... And Pigs stuff. and stuff like it's got a little bit darker elements like that. But if you've you've not you've seen it, but Song of the Sea like just very like artistically that, pretty. That's a red bit... turtle. Pardon? Red turtle? No, not 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 quite red turtle. But uh, in some ways, like it's quite you know like 
how Red Turtle uses a lot of like big backgrounds to describe. So you'll have like the characters will be quite small, but yeah. then like maybe like the ocean will be quite vast and stuff. And it uses like I don't know, it's just it's just drawn really well. Like you have a lot of like um forest backdrops but like the characters might be like might not even be the focus in the shot it might just be like what's going on above them and but stuff the way it's, the anima- it animates is really it's good. beautiful um, it's just beautiful like yeah uh, i was gonna say so one of the things i want to feel the whole, i mean, won't talk too much about this but one of the things that i noticed straight away with the film is how it looks very different to a lot of like 2d animation mm. i thought for mm. i thought it was a 3d animated film and then they've done some sort of effect on it but it's the other way around it is it is 2d it's two D animation, but they've they've got some sort of process. I've watched some behind the scenes of it where they they basically uh, render the lighting. They do talk, do some sort of simulation to render the lighting, and so I'm not entirely sure how exactly it works, but it looks really nice. Like it's very very, in, it's a really interesting look. Um, yeah. I mean, just just to compare it to a few other films, I watched a film on Netflix. It was a Netflix original called The Little Prince. Which was out yeah, good. a couple of films ago, a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. and I struggled with that. Oh right, I remember that too. I I think there's a lot lot of time when you get films that aren't made by like Disney or like the the big the big Pixar the big sort of monoliths. They do a really good job of of the story and the animation and the visuals. They all sort of all work together, and I think a lot of the smaller ones they end up focusing on one or the other. They end up focusing just on animation, like the Little Prince. It looked beautiful, but it was so boring. Like I, I found it really really dull i also found like song of the sea quite dull as well a little bit a little bit slow and a little bit boring yeah, in some spots obviously just like your big budget boys but with this i was gripped the whole time and i thought it worked really well and it was really funny so yeah sorry i'm talking too much now but yeah good film it's yeah, a very good film absolutely smashing christmas film and would absolutely recommend it i with an on the fact that we heather and i'll probably watch it again over. Will, you, will you wait till uh, next uh, next Christmas, or I, will you? No, yeah, I think we'll wait till. I mean, we'll Probably make it wait like a couple more couple of Christmases. It's like maybe. the. It's just like so. It, this it gets time, put in with like Elf and all those sort of films that. Were, uh, see, Elf and other Christmas films, like I do enjoy them. I do enjoy them. Do I like Elf? No, I do. No, I do. I do, but like during so Christmas for you guys is a little bit different from for me. Like Christmas is like just get through it. Please just let it end. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I oh, just yeah, want to just want it to stop. Working in retail and all that. Yeah. But I need things that are gonna like totally just take me away. Usually, I like to to watch like something that's just like either a little bit somber or maybe I don't know something like this where it's just like it just it's just completely I'm just like gone and I'm not reminded about I'm reminded about Christmas but not in the way that I want to be reminded about it. Mm. Whereas like things like Elf set in the real world. It's, yeah it's just like it's just like oh cool yeah that's that's yeah that's what christmas is about um so it's really good and it's like um so like for example the stuff steven's christmas album it's like the one thing i get to whip out at christmas and be like get really excited about it so klaus is now part of that too and yeah it's just a really good it's good um good film guys sweet that's why we talked about it so much it's yeah. because it's really good have you got any others because I feel like your other one is well, we've all watched should we it. Go with, should we go with one? Well, okay, we can. Should we talk about the Irishman? It's, it's going to be the Irishman, isn't it? Yeah. yeah like. I'm not going to talk a lot about this. Everyone's already probably... If you're, if you're interested in watching the Irishman, you've probably already watched it. Um, The only thing I'd say is like... It, so, I guess we go... Oh, I should talk about it. Sorry. Martin Scorsese, it's, um, it's his big, epic, three-and-a-half-hour-long film. It's uh, another gangster film, but not quite the same sort of feel as his other gangster films he's made like Casino and Goodfellas 
stars the, the big hitters. It stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. Um, anyone else I'm missing? Loads, loads of people in there. Yeah, all the big big boys have come back for the big Scorsese yeah. film. And what's interesting about this film is it's a bit more of a somber film. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a, um, uh, introspective, and it it takes place over many many years. And they use a lot of like CGI tech to sort of um, de-age and also uh, go into the future a bit and make him a bit older. Um, and it spans across the entire lives, basically from like from his early twenties, I think. All the way up until he's like in his nineties, and um, I'll just—I'm just gonna say—I I enjoyed the film. It was good. It was—I watched it in one sitting. Oh, um, nice! But I didn't. It wasn't like as it didn't go down as smooth as like a Goodfellas or yeah. some one of his some of his other bigger budget. Uh, sorry, not bigger budget because this is massive. But some of his other sort of box office hits, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I—I—I I, I thought. Um... You know, it had some elements of Goodfellas, but the story lost its way a bit where where it got into the politics. I've I've sort of thought because it, it revolves around a lot of the unions and politics of that era of America um, around the nineteen sixties and seventies, and I just had no. I, I got really lost in in yeah, that se- yeah. section of yeah. the film, and I wasn't really sure who I was meant to be rooting for. Um, in the film, but besides that, like the first hour and probably the last hour are really good, I think. But the, it's just a bit in the middle, which is just a little bit hazy. But it's still like an overall for me, like pretty decent film, especially for Netflix. I'm I'm two hours. I I have I'm two hours in. I have no desire to finish it. Genuinely, I'm not saying I don't. Enjoy, I'm not enjoying it. I just feel like you know when you play games on and you sometimes you don't finish them. But you you feel you feel comfortable oh, yeah, to yeah, leave yeah. them where where they are. Yeah. I feel like even though you've just said the last hour of the Irishman is pretty good, like I just feel like I got what I needed from the film. I can see where it's going, and and it is a good film, but it's just not what I want to, I th- to watch. Yeah, I think actually, the, I mean, I'm not going to say you should definitely need to watch it, but I think the last hour actually, I think you would probably appreciate the most. <laughs> Out of all of that, God, just, go just back you, because just I think because it. it is quite not saying that you like sad things, Aaron, but it is I quite do, like I do though. It is I quite do. moving, and it's quite okay. yeah. It's quite okay. like a it's a lot. It's a lot of him talking about. It's like him trying to get with his kids and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. And the, the the decisions is made. I mean, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to spoil. It, but yeah, I think you'd probably might get quite a bit out of it. But obviously, yeah, it's a super long film, and you, if you can't bother going back into it, it's fine. I feel I mean, like it's quite a realistic version of an event that might have happened, because no one's going to be like a big gunslinging yeah, gangster definitely. throughout the whole of their lives. They do come to some kind of slow end or a quick demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just want to mention a couple, a couple of things. Um, did just in terms of the tech stuff? Did it ever bother you? Did you notice it at all? Like, what did what did you watch it on? Because because obviously it's on Netflix. I watched it on my iPad, <laughs> oh, okay. but like my nice iPad Pro, <laughs> it was a decent sized screen, like close to me. And um, for me, the only real bits that stood out to me as being a bit awkward was very the first transition when it goes from him being old to being young in the army. Mm-hmm. Driving, a, I mean, it wasn't in the army, it was him driving a, a van. Yep. For some reason, just that transition didn't hold up very well. And then the other bit was when he's 
beating up a guy at one point outside of the shop yeah, and you can yeah. tell it's an old man who look, 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 looks like a young man but the old man is still there and you can't really fight properly because <laughs> he's just too old now that that sort of like was the only bit that stood out really to me it looked like LA Noir. yeah like because I watched on 49 inch uh, TV so well may as well well I mean that's how I just watch films but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, you could definitely tell in that first transition in particular that it was just like oh it's, it feels I don't know if I can watch three hours of this, but it you get used to you it, get used and to it, yeah. it gets less and less as it, it goes on mm. throughout the film. Mm. Same, yeah. I'm with you guys. That's it. Good CGI is pretty. Technology is getting good, guys, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's gone. It's gone a long way. I think it was was it Tron was the first one. Oh, it looks awful. Have you seen it recently? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Like Tron. Oh, it looks. No, 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 no. It's where they they take um. Oh, what's the actor's name for the new Tron? And then he walks into the room. And they've done like a young version of them. It's the first CGI. I just remember watching the new Tron almost and just in the cinema with you guys and just being like, "Yeah, Jeff Bridges." Jeff yeah. Bridges, yeah. yeah I was it like, looks so that, weird. That doesn't look good at all. It, it looks, looks like a it looks like a Call of Duty character or something. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't a fan. wasn't a fan. The, the other thing I say is, I, I'm not surprised. There was a big bunch of news stuff that came out before this film. Well, when this film announced, that everyone was shocked that it's Martin Scorsese. He wants to do a gangster film, but no big. Uh, no studio wants to pay for it because you know whatever and they're all surprised about this it's like well yeah because it's super long it's very mm. slow if this came out of the cinema it would have tanked like there's, there's a reason why it came out on Netflix is because I kind of actually surprised it didn't get it didn't get split up I mean I guess he is a film director he doesn't make TV but you can see I can see this coming out as a three part series or something mm. like it is just very long and a bit yeah. sort of you kind of got bloated. If you, you've got to really want to watch it. You got to be like, all right, okay, I can fit it in maybe on a full Wednesday night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where I've got, I've got nothing else going on, and it's not the sort of film that you can have any distractions with either. So you've got to be like, right, I need some quiet time here. Can't, can't be having someone who's going to be fidgeting because I'm going. That's just going to distract me. So um, yeah, it's it's a bold move. Three and a half hours in 2019, but at least somebody's doing it. Yeah. So I know Johnny's got I've seen it on your screen. Uh Johnny, I know that you've seen something that I want to see. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's just forget the rest of the podcast. Just take me step by step. What happened when you went to the cinema to see a certain film? Uh, to see Cats. Oh, <laughs> talking about CGI. I, I was uh one of three guys in a cinema of uh, 40 ladies. Excellent, um, excellent, excellent. Which, you know, it's not, not an issue at all. But um, yeah, Cats, Cats is it's, it's a weird film. Oh, is it weird? Really, really weird. Why is it weird? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the CGI's been reported to be pretty awful. I didn't think it was too bad. I thought it was. Do you, okay. get, do you get used to it? Is it sort of similar you do, to the? You do get used to it. It's just Irishman. Yeah, it's just a lot of cats running around. <laughs> not, but not Aristocats, like not cool. No, cats, no, like. and they're all singing these songs, and I have no idea what any of the songs are about. And it's yeah. all, it's like uh, Les Mis- Mis- Miserables. I can't Le- even Les Miserables. Yeah, that's the one. Les Miserables. Like, uh, let's let's get a bit of a history, Johnny. What sort of do you like any musicals? Um, and what musicals do you like? If you like some, I like the sound of music. Um. I can't think of any others that are really. Do you haven't seen Les Mis? 
I've seen it. Didn't like that. Didn't like it. Wow. Okay. I like Wicked. I've seen that twice. Well, that's yeah. But there's not there's not a film of that. Sound of Oz. Sound of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cats isn't a massive favorite of mine. The only the main reason why we went to see it is Sarah was in it, and she did ten performances of it. She was Was that in high school. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, so she was a background cat. Um, and <laughs> seeing the pictures of it, if uh, you can't, <laughs> if you can convince her to show you them, um, um, yeah, they're they're pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just really weird. The cats don't really look like cats. They kind of look like is it furries? Yeah, they sort of look like from what pictures I've seen, animorphs. Weird, yeah, weird What's cats it? with like just human faces. What? It reminds me of. Do you remember the game Seaman? film on the Dreamcast where you've got like a fish with like a human face on it nope. it just looks odd like that it's just, sounds just, great just feels really it, it's just like a really I mean I haven't seen it again so I've always seen clips of it and, and shots that I've sending around or whatever but it just it's the same something about it just feels unnatural and just a bit yeah. creepy I've yeah. seen some weird CGI everyone's like things. really like smiling and intense all the time you know like the cat from uh, Alice in Wonderland mm. the Cheshire yeah, cat yeah, yeah, Cheshire everyone's cat. like that in it right. like just really intense but have, have you seen either of you guys seen the um, the stage version no I haven't no I mean, so from what I understand of that is people who are into musicals who are like part of musical theatre a lot of people look down on it a little bit they don't actually it's not it's one of those musicals that a lot of people don't actually really like and it's one of those things where it's popular because it was in the west end and it was in broad on broadway and people just saw it because it was a thing you will see and like maybe it's not that good i don't know i've, I've never seen it myself uh, so it's just to give to you a quick run through of how the film actually oh, go on then what the film i would is i would about. like that so basically much. you start off spoilers for cats by the way and there's, there's like <laughs> spoil away let me like the people who are going to see cats have probably already seen cats. Yeah, I, I assumed that. But basically, the and first, then people like us, <laughs> the first three quarters of the film are introducing all these different types Excellent. of cats. So and there's like CGI. these two cats who are like thief cats, and there's this one cat who's a magician cat, mm. and then and wait, a magician is there magic in this world? Uh, there's all sorts of stuff that goes on. Um, Idris Elba is the weirdest cat. I've in. seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen facial pictures of him, yeah. and he's, I'm just like, I'm terrified. He's a bad cat, and ooh. he like makes ooh. people disappear. Like bad as in like, ooh, bad yeah. guy, or as in like bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy in it, and he and he's the weirdest looking of the cats. Excellent. He looks, he's the worst looking cat out of the. And lot. Idris is a pretty, you know, he's a good he's, looking dude. You know, he's been in the wire. He's, you know, he's been in some pretty established things. Yeah. and then he's in cats. That's so weird. Just bizarre. But basically, so you have these seven kind of songs that go on and talk about all these different cats, and they're all trying to get to this like heaven because cats have like nine lives. Oh yeah. So, fact. Each, each year they go to this thing and they try and prove themselves to be a cat worthy of kind of being reborn as a new cat. So like some of the cats are like really old and haggard and fat and you Wait. know. Like, what? they want to get to a point where they get sent off to this place so that they can come back as a new fresh cat. Is that start. after the nine lives? I don't know if it's part of the nine so lives. So it's like... But, wait. But Idris Elba, but basically his character is kidnapping cats. Excellent. Uh, so that he can go and be nominated to have a new life. But it's like, he doesn't look like a particularly old cat. So he's using up half of his life as the cat he is now to get a new life, to start a new cat life. 
And is it just basically an excuse to have people dressed as cats singing? Uh, yeah, yeah, cats? and jumping around and just doing all that sort of stuff. I've I have seen people complain that the scaling of the sets and stuff and all the background changes quite a bit based on mm. for no real reason. Like sometimes they're like really really tiny and sometimes they're a bit bigger and it's like sort of all over the place and it just sort of it feels a bit weird. Like yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, you can't really get your head around it. I, can't, I really want to see it though. I, I, did you see the thing? I don't, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say it because it's a PG podcast. But do you think about Jason Derulo and like? Is he in the film? Yeah, he's in the film, yeah. Yeah. I was just... I was... The downstairs areas. Apparently, um, they had to re-CGI it. I don't know. I don't know if I saw the re-CGI version. <laughs> <or> <laughs> your your face was original. like, wait, what? They, they patched it, didn't they, basically? <laughs> <laughs> they patched the film. They released it, and then there was like some bugs, so they re-released it again. It's what I understand. Jason's trousers. Oh, we need to patch that. I, I, patched I didn't notice anything particularly kind of... Garish, um, egregious. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing jumping out at me. Class. Uh, but um, that's good. That's a good job. Nothing I think I saw it. <laughs> I think I saw it three or four days after the release. So I mean, if they did do that, that's a pretty quick turnaround. It's on day one patching it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what. Oh god. But it's funny that a film's Same actually got that. Like, well, Sonic, Sonic's got it too. Well, yeah, it? but Sonic yeah, release it's done before, before it, it even, came out. Yeah, yeah. Saw that trailer. I, I still wanted to see that version of Sonic. Right, shall we move on? <laughs> yes, because I have a giant list, but I'm not going to go through every single one. I have a backed up list of films, and I'll just say the name and then say whether it was bad or good or not. So I watched The King, came out on Netflix, had that you know that pretty boy that everyone likes, but he's trying to be really a serious actor now. Um, that was all right. It's pretty who's good. The, who's this? Who's that I can't Cameron? remember his name. He's a pretty boy. Everyone oh, loves on, him. Harris. It's uh, you know, it's got Robert Pattinson's in it, and he was he's a French guy, and he, he said some really funny things. He's that pretty boy. That's what film is this? Is Joel, it Joel, call, Joel, call, no. call, call Yeah, no, call call me by my real name or something like that. Tom Glyn Carney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not him. It's the main. It's like Charlie Delafeu or something. Is that main guy there? Well, that's not him. Okay. Timothy anyway. Camel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Tim. Tim, I uh, saw Spider-Man Far From Home. That was sick. That was a good film. That does look good. This is a good film. Yeah. And they were always good on those, aren't they? He's, again, Tom Holland smashing it out as those uh, Spider-Mans. I, was, I genuinely was really sad that he might not be in the new Spider-Mans. But he's back, isn't he? Yes, he is, thankfully. Next, Aaron. Six Underground. What? <laughs> okay. I've seen that on Netflix. It's yeah, it's cute on Netflix. I just watched it one day. It's like crap, crap, Fast and Furious. Uh, Wait, is that the one? Oh, I think yeah, because I saw a list of top ten like streaming things this this year. I think that was up there. It's Michael Bay did it. I didn't know that Michael oh. Bay did it. I probably would have avoided it if Michael that, I knew that Michael Bay did it. Is that the it. guy? Is that the one with the guy from Deadpool in it? What's his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Gere. Yes. Um, okay, so no, I'll save that one for honorable mentions. Um, that's gonna be in my probably other thing michael inside that's the only real one i want to talk about so basically it's a set in ireland essentially this kid gets given some drugs by a friend whose brother is a drug dealer um he gets told to move them one day he doesn't do that because he panics and doesn't know what to do with it anyway small uh, long story short he ends up in prison for not really doing anything wrong and then it just shows you how a young person in Ireland um, can be sucked into like prison life committing crimes and you know obviously things getting worse and then how like 
you're affected as a young person inside the prison, a young person outside the prison. Essentially, it's a really, really good film. It's a really, really brutal film, and it's a really, really realistic film of what happens to youngsters when they get put in prison, regardless of whether they went in prison for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. It's just the prison, the prison system and the criminals that are in there can, you know, it can affect you quite heavily, and it's just, I don't know, it's a really good, dark, heavy film. Got some quick questions. This yes. come out this year? Yeah. Uh, oh, did it. Did it. Did it. Did it. Did it. Did it. I, I think it was actually last year. Um, okay, well, fine. Um, is it, it's a, so it's a film, not a TV show? It's a film, not a TV show. How long is it? It's about an hour and a half. 2018. It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds good. I might have to have that on my it's list. It's flipping amazing, guys. Genuinely. It's directed by a guy called Frank Barry. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I was. Is I mean, it got, it, is it got any big stars in it? No, no everyone. Yeah, it's pretty unknown. What's it called again? Michael Inside. Sounds it's good. on Netflix. Check it out. It's genuinely great. Yeah. Okay, there's that's my what you've been watching. Have you got any questions about any of the films I've been watching? Uh, there was more than that, but no, some of them some of them make good. it to my my final list of films. That's, that's fine for me. So, right, let's do it. Are we ready for the questies? Questies. I feel like we can we get sued for that. Nah, that was an interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cover. So, Ant, you wrote down the order of which we're going to talk about the films that we're going to talk about for the questies. He's going to get the questies to talk about the talking. So we talk about the the questies. Talkies, yeah, we're talking about talkies. The talkies. What? That's what you used to call it, isn't it? Yeah. We're talking about... But the first, we'll start off with our best, the best TV show that we've seen this year. Okay, so we're all in agreement. It's the one TV show. This is going to be show. a pretty easy one, isn't is it? it? Are there any other honorable mentions? It was Dairy Girls, wasn't it? I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, and also it, it had the, the Dairy Girls does uh, the bake-off last night. Obviously, you watched that, didn't you? Did they actually? Yeah, they did. It was good. Uh, anyway. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, honorable mentions. Obviously, there's a big one we talk about, but honorable mentions. Stranger Things was good this year. Yeah, bang on, good. bang yeah. on, boom, boom. Anything else? Anything else before we go into the big one? Oh gosh, I watch so much TV. Oh, uh, let's talk about the Witch Dog, Big Hairy Witcher. Witcher, I've, I'm only oh. two episodes in so oh, far. Oh, no damn. episodes in. It's he is a, a hot boy shredding people up in the streets. Yeah, it, it, the first couple episodes were really good. It got me hooked. Ooh, I'm looking forward to watching good. it. Good, it's good. Genuinely good. So that is a good honourable mention. If you're not watching it, you should definitely watch it. Um, so best TV show. It's, it's Chernobyl. It's, it's Chernobyl. Mm. Oh, Very good. I, you know, I, w- I would argue that that is probably the best thing that we have watched this year together. Uh, eh, I, could, mm. I, could, I could see that case, but yeah. I mean, like, one, of, one of the best things. That, I mean, like any good TV show or documentary based on a real life event, like I had very little understanding of what actually happened with that. I just sort of knew about it from afar. Yeah. Yeah. It came, it, it taught you what happened. It was historical, it was factual, pretty much a couple of tweaks they made to it. It was entertaining, it was intense, and it kept you pretty much like hooked all the way through mm. the whole show. Yeah. And everyone was talking about it. Like everyone was talking about mm. it. Like yeah. in work or, you know, on podcasts. And or... it was on Sky as well, or Now TV or whatever. So yeah. it wasn't like it's on, you know, like when the Bodyguard was on BBC and that sort yeah. of stuff. And it, everyone's mm. watching that. It's an easy watch because it's just, you pop on an iPlayer. You have to pay for it or, you know, 
Yeah, you have to pay for it to go get on TV did. or whatever. And yeah, but it was, and it was that perfect time as well because obviously Game of Thrones had finished. Yeah, oh, and that was yeah. just a bit of a, a car stinker. crash. And then everyone's like, "Oh, I've got now TV because I've got." <laughs> yeah, it was the perfect oh. time actually. Thinking about it, yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah, let's yeah, extend that month ex- uh, subscription yeah. to, uh, uh, to get the old We ones. all did. Yeah, great, good soundtrack as well. Um, I mean, I wouldn't listen to it like as a. As a fun. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a weirdo. You, we all know that I'm a weirdo, though. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, that, there we go. Yeah, I mean that was not unless Johnny. No. Do you know Will? No. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a top, uh, top TV series. Um, it's quite a depressing two weeks I was watching it over. Yeah. Because you just sort of think, oh gosh, these characters are actually real people at some point. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, really well made. Looking forward to seeing what the director does next. You even got a like a Dwight Dibley or Driggers Diligence yeah. or whatever. Fred what? Dibner. That's it. Fred, I, I don't know. Like, Fred Dibner's not come out this no, year, has he? I suppose he's, yeah, I don't no. think he's going to be doing anything. You know, maybe best YouTube moments or something. <laughs> what best cat videos? Oh, you, get, you, get, you get a questy Dwight Jim Dibner. Okay, well, what's the next category? Next category smashing through is these. Uh, best old film. Best so th- old so, film. So this is basically, uh, we're going to do best old film and then we're going to do best uh, film of 2019. Quickly opens podcast app. <laughs> but um, I mean, basically, this is like a film we've watched this year, maybe for the first time. But it's also in this episode, in 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 the podcast. Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast, or whatever. Um, but also is uh, has not come out this year, so maybe it's from last year, or maybe it's from fifty years ago. It can be whatever. So who wants to start? Should I, should I go first? You should definitely start. Yeah. I don't want to do this because I've got two, but one really. Yeah, just talk about two. I want to. I want to know. I want to know what you guys recommend for our listeners. I want to know. Okay, so this is pretty easy one because it was number one of our. So this is my. This is my uh, runner-up. Second. Um, second place. Yeah, second place. So it's an easy one to pick because it was it won our best film of the of uh, the first series we did, but for me. Rewatching Fifth Element was just like yeah, I forgot how good this film is. Uh, obviously, go back and listen to us discuss it in detail if you want to hear all our thoughts on it. But um, I, I was going through the whole. I made a list of all the films I watched this year, and I, and this, these are this was in obviously the list of all the films, and this still just stands out. Like it still stands out like of all the other films I've watched as being just like really fun, clever, interesting, like artistic beautiful in moments, funny in other moments. It just really stands out as like, it's one of those classics that I'm always going to enjoy watching and going back to. So yeah, um, for me, that was my runner-up was uh, good. Fifth Element. Good, good, great film. Great, great film. But so what's, your, what's number one? Number one was, and this is a, it took me a while to figure this out because it, there's quite a few good ones on this list. But um, for me, one that stood out to me that made the most impact, I think I think about quite a bit, was American Psycho. Oh, nice. talking to someone and work about that the other day, and we were, a lot of things we talked about in the podcast came up, and it was really nice to have all this information that you bestowed to us to mm. to be able to be like, well, there's all this information, and the person walked away very, very excited, mm. and also I think they're now listening to the podcast. Cool. Well, shout out to that person. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> I think it was Dean. I think it was Dean and work. Um, I don't know. I mean, basically, I'm not going to talk too much of this, but basically. It's 
definitely the film I'd probably like to rewatch out of all the films that are listed up from a uh, in the list uh, for me, and it just made a massive impact. Like Christian, Christian, Christian Bale is in that as that part. It's just it's perfect. It's like a really well, like it's set in the eighties, and I love again other period films, and like it just really nails that period really well. I love the messages it's trying to convey. It's it kind of it plays with what's real and what isn't real, and it plays with like how much you trust the narrator and how like is it is the person narrating telling you the truth or you or not, and it, it, it's like a, it's a bit of a puzzle all the way through, and it doesn't it doesn't finish in a way that's particularly uh, Hollywood blockbustery. It, it does its own thing, and I'm, it made me definitely want it makes me want to read the book actually because I think the book is very similar. In how like weird and bizarre it can be. So yeah, um, that for me was the best film I saw, the best old film I saw this year. Johnny, yeah, yeah, the best old film that I saw this year was a film called Scream. I think. Oh, that was on, that was on, on close that was on my list. So as well. yeah, just because boom, we did it as part of a spooky movie night. Um, it's just nice to watch films with friends. Uh, on an organised evening, so that's 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 one <laughs> one one tick in the box, yeah. and then it's just like a blast from the past. It's like I've seen it, I've seen it before, but I don't think I I appreciated what it was when I was yeah. younger. Mm. I just thought, oh yeah, it's just slasher in it, but it's it plays on a lot of like tropes and it's just a really good, it's really kind fun of as well, mystery it? film. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily like a horror film. It's just a like a um uh like a like a Miss Marple, but it, like set to eleven, mm. <laughs> almost. It was not like a Miss Marple at all. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, I'd say that's that was. I was close to putting that on my list because I because I, I was all, all the list all the all the films of was thinking about that was up there as one again that I really just really enjoyed mm. watching. It's like such a fun fun film, and not knowing not going into it not knowing what happens, uh, it does throw you quite a bit. Um, yeah, you know, you're not. I'm not entirely sure what's actually going to happen all the way through. It's, it's, I, yeah, it's really well made as well. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a good mm, film. Funny. So, so, so rocks today, mm. Aaron. So, originally, I was probably going to be, I was probably going to say Inside Llewyn Davis is probably my favorite film that we've watched. Mm. Um, but Heather and I rewatched a film that all three of us, I think, have seen. To, we all watched it together. It only came out last year. Um, do you remember Annihilation? Oh yeah. yeah, baby, good film. Yeah, Heather had never seen it, and the other night, like we were sort of choosing between a couple of different films, and uh, it came down to Annihilation and another film. And then I said to Heather, like, you should just choose which one you want. So she chose Annihilation, and ah, uh, hot damn, that that is a good film. Yeah. That's a really beautiful looking film. The story is completely mental, but watching it the second time round, I'm seeing things I never saw before. I'm linking bits of the film that I maybe didn't see again. It's like I reckon I could watch it a third time and still be yeah. learning from it. And like because I didn't need to think about the story this time and I was able to just look at what was happening. It's just pr- it's so pretty. It's st- a pretty film. I still think I mean I still think about the last fifteen minutes. Oh it pop into my head like So good. Oh yeah. Like the, and just the, the stuff they're doing visually with that film is really yeah. pushing like the boundaries. Especially again, it's psychedelic stuff. Yeah, very psychedelic, and, like, yeah. It, and the, something that stands out to me in that in that film, the bear. Um, yeah, the bear. It's like, like that 
bit at the end, you know, whether she's looking into like the alien the thing, yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, and like, there's a bit where the bass just drops, and it was loud, but I really I was so annoyed because I, I wanted to just put the volume up to full, but I, <laughs> obviously it would have ruined the moment. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this would just have so much more impact. It was just like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors would be like, what's going on? Oh, so good. Just, yeah, Annihilation. Like, the book is really good, but, and the book. Like it's quite stylistic in the way that it's writing it, and I was I was really worried going into the film originally. Like, how are they gonna make it look interesting, and how are they gonna get everything that's sort of talking about on screen to make it sort of believable or just interesting to watch? And they nailed it. So, Annihilation is my best old film, and it only came out in two thousand and eighteen. So that's a bit rubbish. Yeah, Sorry. Fine. Right. What's next? You you're the man. You're the man with the uh, next the questions next categories. List is Worst old film. Worst. Oh. So this is a film we've seen this year that was not released this year, but we and we went into watching it and we're just severely disappointed, or just hated it or whatever. I'll wait. I'll I'll let you guys have a think. I already know mine. Okay. Well, there you go. North by Northwest. You are mistaken, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so three viewings. In your lunch break. <laughs> Look. What are you eating your pickled egg sandwich or whatever oh, you're having? Oh man. Like don't I don't I don't necessarily I'm not saying this is a bad film. I just a lot of people said a lot of good things about this film prior to going into it. Johnny obviously held it in quite high regard. A lot of other people hold it in quite high regard. I wouldn't say that I didn't it wasn't it's a bad film. I just didn't really get a lot from it. And was quite surprised that I didn't really get a lot from it because something like Madagascar or like old films like that, I I really have taken a lot of stuff. Casablanca. Why did I say? Oh, it's because <laughs> no, no. You remember the film Madagascar? The, yeah, the animated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, that, I really didn't get a lot. Maybe this category should be called like, most disappointing old film. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I don't want to. It's wanna, not the wanna, worst old film. Ever. No, it's definitely not. No, you're right. I'm not. Yeah, I agree. You're not. You're not. That's well. Bird Box. Um, like I came out this year. I know. I was. Is that the worst? No, did that come out this year? I thought it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it came out January. Come out this year. I might have to rethink my worst film, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I don't know. I just, it was, I was the most let down by it. So, there's let that. Let down by it. For... Sorry, I mean, yeah, that's, that's his. That's his choice, isn't it? I mean. It's one of the, one of those highly regarded. I know. Average Hitchcock films. I know. It's just a, a general action adventure film. I can't believe that you're. I I I, this I understand what where Aaron's coming from, like because it's so highly regarded that to hold it up to to what he thinks is going to be, it's never going to reach that. Yeah, height, yeah. And it is it is all over the place. It's not there's not really a coherent story all the way through it. It, it is we talked about it on the podcast. It is a set. It's a sequence of events that he came up with that he thought it would be cool, put to a story. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say say it's the most disappointing because I enjoyed quite a bit, quite a few. Yeah, there's bits quite of it. quite a lot of quite good stuff in there actually. <laughs> there's the plane scene. Sorry. You know, yeah, where, where where he's waiting at the bus stop and the oh, cop and really the funny. the crop just uh, comes in and tries to like run him down. It's I don't know. It's just <laughs> it just wasn't everything it had been hyped up to be. Mm. Well, what's yours? Meal and a dying girl. It's rubbish. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you just saying that to get back? No, get no. It's it? just literally the worst film oh, I've seen really? this year. Yeah. Wow. It was just boring and depressing and like 
I guess like because uh, you really being about a, anything, at you all. are an old man, so I guess you wouldn't get a coming of age film. Or you, you know, even when you were a teenager, you were still like fifty. So you don't need to come of age. You just are the age that you are. <laughs> no, you need to come. You need to come of age. It's important. No, when you're nine, you're nine. When you when you're eighteen, you're eighteen. You don't just be like, oh, I'm going to be a child now. I'm going to be an yeah, adult. You need to, you need to become of your age. You need to age with your age. Now that you said that, I am not confused. I'm like, wait, you're right. When you're nine, you're nine. Yeah, you don't just all of a sudden be like, right, I'm, I'm, I'm putting away Thomas the Tank and I'm getting out the Hornby set or whatever. Let's do it. Let's get Dwent Dibner on there. Ah, fair. You're, you know, you're entitled Fred to Fred Dibner. You say Quent Dibner. <laughs> Um, do you, you're entitled to your opinion. I respect that. No, but in, in all seriousness, it was probably the worst film that I have seen this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, worst, the worst old film that I've seen this year. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely like there's, bad new ones. Yeah, there are, there are a couple of bad new ones. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion, and I'm gonna. And that's what it that. is. Yeah, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, aren't you? So it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, you know. I didn't choose your film because you chose it. I just didn't like your film. So, mm. and what was your worst film of the year? Mm. Worst old film. I didn't. I went through and I found this quite difficult until I remembered I'd watched some it this week. <laughs> and this is kind of unfair because I haven't finished it. So apologies to my wife Mel because she's going to be annoyed at me. But we watched the Good Dinosaur this week. I've heard that's terrible. And it is not a good film. I've heard that's terrible, It is yeah. a bad dinosaur. I'm not going to go too much into it, but from Pixar, it's a, it's it's. I'm really surprised they released it, to be honest. It's really very odd, weird story. It doesn't really make much sense. Kind of all over the place. Not really interesting to look at visually. Like, again, okay, yeah, they did well. They did things uh, they never done before in terms of realism. Are you talking about me and Ellen's Dining Girl? No, the good dinosaur. Oh, just talking about cats. <laughs> Johnny. So yeah, I mean like <laughs> Johnny doesn't listen to me. Um like yeah, so like in terms of like the, the, the landscapes and stuff, like the, the obviously before I mean the newest one is the Lion King, that's like the peak of like CGI excellence in terms of like environments and visuals, yeah. you know, visuals and stuff. This looks amazing, uh, in some parts, but it's just really dull, not much going on, mm. not much of any characters. Just I, I it was it was I mean, like, doubly so, because I watched Toy Story this week as well. And going nice. back to watch Toy Story, you sort of realise that it doesn't really matter if the CGI isn't that amazing. It's all about the characters and the story and, the and, and like, the dialogue and stuff. And, like, Toy Story has, like, 100 times more, um, sort of, the character and, and, and like, quality yeah, than, yeah, than, yeah. than The Good Dinosaur has. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, it's a bit of... I mean, I haven't finished it because I've got, like, 10 minutes left to watch. But that is, it was very disappointing and I did, did not like it. Um, my other film that was in there, but I thought it was too easy, was Halloween. Oh, that film was so bad. There were bits of that film that I enjoyed, but that it was, was not so great. Bad. Again, it, because I'd watched the original you Halloween. I, I changed mine. Then... It was Halloween. Flipping, <laughs> I, I just flipping. You know, you're right. It was Halloween. Oh, I mean, about that it. was the lowest. No, but was it back, wait, what was our lowest uh, ranking film? Was it Halloween? I think it was I Halloween. Think it was was Halloween. It? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, we're making a podcast. <laughs> so would you let us into this <laughs> sane asylum yeah, to see this? Oh, yeah. I don't even. It was, it was the scene where they, where they 
with kids in the in the middle of the field and then like he's getting closer and closer uh, like as the light goes on and off there was bits of that film that were okay but when we chatted about it I remember it just stuck out but yeah like, I still think Good Dinosaur was my most disappointing film but um, of this year that was old yeah. but Halloween was definitely it's the worst great. film I've seen this year yeah, probably yeah oh just <laughs> I can't you know you just want to think about something <laughs> Right, should we have a break? Should we have an advertisement break? Yeah, let's have an advertisement This break. show was brought to you by MeUndies. <laughs> so MeUndies, the advert break, that's where we were. I hope you all buy your own advance from us now. <laughs> my undies, yeah. That's what, not How me much undies. are my undies? My, my, my undies. undies. My own me on these. How much are they? I've no idea. Uh, yeah, I have no Don't idea. Know. I just use the my underwear is. I use my underwear, so I need some new underwear actually. So maybe I should go to same. Did you get any for Christmas? No, I got nothing. I got some socks. Is it? Mate, don't need socks. Need underwear. Need pants. Well, so if anyone who knows Anthony's <laughs> listening to this podcast, please Aunt send me your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was going to say preferably washed for Christmas or like, you know, like a New Year's treat, but nope, New just send an, your underwear, new underwear. No, it doesn't have to be new. Well, so you, can just, just you can wash, wash it, so yeah, you can wash it. You have wash we got it. a P.O. box? No, do we need one? We should probably get one of those. We'll get, get, listeners, don't worry, we'll get a P.O. box. Don't you worry about that. We'll get one. We'll get one. Right, so next category is... The most disappointing film of 2019. Star Wars. Slash worst. Right, next category. <laughs> uh, let's have a chat about it. Come on. Uh, chat. It's actually... That's, so is, that really your, is that really your most disappointing it's, it's, film? It's my most disappointing film this year. Um, it's not my worst film this year. But it's definitely my most disappointing. I just think... Had quite high hopes for Star Wars. You did. You were saying that in the what to look forward to. You were well looking forward to Star Wars. Well looking forward to it. Like even if, in my mind, I was like, even if the Star Wars is bad, I really still love being in the universe. And the more I think about the Star Wars, the more disappointed I am with it. Yeah, because since we last spoke and last recorded, yeah, we've had a couple of chats, and you've mentioned that it's gone. You've gone further down in your yeah opinions of it. Four out of ten. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah, it's just it's full of holes. There's lots of issues with it. Like how Disney let that be released is crazy. Not that like I don't think it's like you know the whole thing with like oh everyone had a bugbear with well not everyone but sort of the the community was polarized by Last the Last Jedi. Jedi. The things that they were annoyed about, you know, things like when um, what's her face did the force pull back yeah. into the ship. Things like that I can get behind a bit and being annoyed about it. But just plain not understanding how stories are written or like just completely being like, well, I was going to do this with this character. So I'm just going to like do all the character development again and just, you know, like what they did with the Kylo Ren and they made us helmet again and just a sloppy, 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 sloppy story writing. And that's what brings it down for me. Um, the worst film I've seen this year was Bird Box, probably. If it came out this year, it was terrible. Oh, that was a bad film. That's my um, second worst film. Ooh, mm-hmm. well then, what's your Bird first worst, worst film? Uh, well, should we talk about Bird Box quickly? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? Does it appear on any of your list, Johnny? No. What, on any of my other lists? Is it your favourite film this year? <laughs> it's not my favourite film, but I, I think you guys have given it a rough ride. I think it was much better than worst oh, no. film that you've seen the whole year. I saw someone's like, someone posted a picture of, like, you know when their eyes go weird on the, whenever they look at the monster oh, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone, it came up on the internet the other day and I just, it was reminded instantly. I was like, oh, that's... It's yeah, funny. It's such a great. flash in the pan because it was it was everywhere. It was because of the whole viral stuff going on mm-hmm. with the bear box. The shows. internet. It crazy. was just everywhere for about two weeks, and then it completely dropped off the place of the the face of the earth. Like, I almost forgot it, it happened until like I was going through the list of films that we watched this year, and I was like, oh yeah, Bird Box. That was very not not a great film. I swear, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say it's the worst one I've seen all year, but it's it's up there. Like, it wasn't a good film. Um, just really, really, I don't know, just all over the place, and there was some okay bits in it, like, but I think it's more just because it, the book had some interesting ideas, a little bit interesting ideas, like the river, you know, the being blind going down the river is kind of interesting, but the rest of it was just sort of really, I know, very, very tropey, sort of horror film. Or, you know, speaking of that, the the um, Quiet Place two trailers come out, and like. I'm amped to see that, even though I don't think it needs a second one. Whereas, like, if Bird Box 2 was coming out, I'd be like, hi, did someone pick up a pen and write another sequel to this? Or a sequel to this? I don't know. It's, it's not good. Um, My worst, my number one worst film, or I guess not disappointing because I wasn't that bothered about seeing it, but the worst film I've seen this year was The Highwayman. Oh, so yeah. Netflix, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. It was the most boring, sort of nothing happened story ever. Ugh, it was so boring. It was just like, it's kind of interesting, like idea about uh, Bonnie and Clyde and like the following of the of the, the going around killing loads of people and it's like the police are after him. But like the most interesting part of the of the that story, Bonnie and Clyde, you didn't see any of them, and it was just these two old codgers walking around, chasing after these these people you didn't see hardly ever, and it was just like them chatting about nothing. Oh, it, it was so dull. I I actually don't remember we reviewed this. Well, we talked about it on the podcast. A friend Jamie came and was like, "Oh, I told you about it." He said, oh, I, "I watched that film. I didn't think it was that bad. It was fine." And that's fair enough. You're that's valid to have that opinion, Jamie. Completely fine. You're entitled to your opinion, yeah. but this is I a just, podcast. I just Jamie. found it really. <laughs> it's a podcast. I just found it right? really dull. So that that was the, probably the worst film I've seen this year in terms of like I don't try and watch bad films really, apart from I guess obviously like Batman and Robin, and I really want to watch the Fanatic, which is supposed to be terrible, John Travolta and Cats. But um, I don't necessarily. I, I like watching bad films when they're funny bad. Mm. This oh, is yeah. just boring, dull bad. Yeah, it's, film. it's uh, Bad film is a hard watch. Yeah, Kevin Costner's not been in anything great for a good few years now, I don't think. Why, has he become a Scientologist as well? Has he? What? Oh, Kevin no, Costner's just, a Scientologist? It, watch the dude who's in Fanatic, he became a Scientologist. Oh, John Travolta. And his oh. film started to tank. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... Except I think for uh, Tom Cruise, so... Those, uh... Mission Impossible. I don't those, think it yeah, really those correlates. Possible films, I'm not sure it really correlates, because Tom Cruise is still flying high, isn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, those, those, yeah they're, they're possible. I really want to see the Mission Impossible. Can we do the Mission Impossibles? Is all? Sorry. Just finding excuses just to watch Mission Impossible. I've not watched... I've watched one. 
The first one. That's all I've watched. You've only watched the first one? Oh. Yeah, I sort of went through a few years of refusing to watch anything with Tom Cruise in it. But, yes, uh, the first one's good though. They're, yeah, I like is. the first one. Oh, the others, the others are the great. Chewing gum, and he like puts the two sides together, and it becomes a bomb, and he throws it at that yeah. water tank. I think I think I watched it with my dad when I was probably about seven or eight when it first came out, and I remember thinking it was really high tech at the time, and it had like the CDs of data and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I can't remember any of it now, really. There is a there's a drop kick in number two that is one of the greatest drop kicks that's ever existed in film. So get excited for that. It involves dol- doves flying. Sounds good. Yeah, you don't sound excited by that, and you're like, "Oh, sounds good." Dubs, yeah. fly kick, no drop kick. Very good. Exploding sunglasses. Oh yeah. So wait, can we? Can I? Can I, I want to guess. guess Donny's end game. No, you fell asleep in it. I did fall asleep in it, but I mean, is that I, most boring film you've seen I, this year? Yeah. The I've most, got an idea. The most lost. If there's, if there's a film category for the most lost I've been in a film, it's definitely Endgame. I've got so an idea. What no might be. idea. I think it might be It Chapter 2. Mm. <laughs> well. Yeah, I'd, I'd say It Chapter 2. It, I was thinking that, but then I, because it all blurs into one film for me and I really like the first one, Yeah. It, I kind of was like, ah, I'm not sure, but go on. Yeah, go it's on. just... just it's just a boring version of the second of the first film. It's just goes. If you like films that take something that's ten minutes long and repeat it, but with a different act actor or actress, then it too is the film for you. The Hobbit. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about The Hobbit. <laughs> no. Taking taking something and stretching it out. For yeah. Sorry. 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 But sorry it, say it. But it but two. it's it's just it all it does is it you know introduces characters and it goes through them one by one by one by one by one and then they have to search for a different thing one by one by one by one and it's just like okay yeah, I know what's going to go on and then they fight with Pennywise at the end and then they save the planet or the world or just the city or town whatever <laughs> and and that's it it's like there's it's no, amazing how like no the intrigue. first film you loved it didn't you though yeah the first film I thought was really like the pace was really good. Really creepy, some really standout um, a- acting performances in the film. But the second one, I was like, okay, what are they going to do this time? And it was the same but worse. So just like rush story writing. I don't think they knew that the first one was going to be as good as it was or to be received as good as it was. And it was just naff. I didn't enjoy it. I still think you're talking about The Hobbit, but... <laughs> Both things apply, so I guess. Did you like? Did you like it? The Hobbit. You didn't like it. I I thought it was shockingly bad. I think the only way to enjoy The Hobbit is to watch them all one after another. Ah, stop it! Stop it! I think they could probably edit it down, all of them down into one decent film. It doesn't cut out loads of stuff. It doesn't make sense if you if you leave it a little while. (laughs) Why were they all Shiren in the waterfall together? I don't. What relevance does that have? It, ben, ben was saying to me uh, yesterday, actually, that he got the extended Blu-rays of all the Hobbits and Lord of the Rings in a big, massive set. And it was, I think he said it was about 30 Blu-ray discs long. So that's like enough. Again, I thought you were going to say that he took the latter, the earlier half, the Hobbit, and just threw them in the bin <laughs> and said, thanks very much for a great present. Have you even seen them all? 
I did you see the third one? I quit when all the old people started fighting each other in CGI. I was done at that point. I was like, I'm out of here. Everyone was like green. And everyone was like, Oh Spelliantus and then everyone was like Broom da 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 and then there's some guy going, I'm the bad guy. Did something. you not like the dancing scene where they're doing all the washing up? <laughs> no I, I Or the I, bit where they're skipping down the barrel. Oh stop it. I can't I can't remember the they last took... I don't know if I watched the last film. I think I probably did, but Lord of the Rings flipping brilliant. It's weird, isn't it? Same same thing. You got it chapter one, great film. Or it it great film. Chapter 2 comes out, they do very similar things, but it's awful. To the outside person, you probably think, well, why is that awful versus that one? Because they're basically the same film. Same with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. If you if you got some outsider to look at that who doesn't know much about both of them, you'd say, oh yeah, it's the same sort of thing. No, it's so different. It's so much better. Like, the Lord mm. of the Rings is so much better than The Hobbit. Mm. But it's like, all about story, I think, at the end of the day. It's a bit like, more grit, though, isn't it? It's more grit in Lord of the Rings. It's a bit um, earthier, it's a bit Well, dirtier. yeah, there's, there's there's way more at stake, or it feels like there's way more at stake in Lord of the Rings, whereas The Hobbit is just kind of like, it's a bit of a wacky adventure, yeah. rather than... Just save the world from Lord Sauron. <laughs> I just liken it to like a really bad 70s TV show or something. Anyway, that, that wasn't even our worst of this 2019. Welcome <laughs> to the questies! So <laughs> Lord of the Rings, back, you get questies. On, on a random tangent. Okay, so... What's next? Shall we just do a quick recap of our best and worst films before we go into um, the best film of 2019? Is that where we're already there now? We're already there now, yeah. We are there. Oh, yeah. Uh, can we have some honourable mentions as well? Do you want to do that now or do you want to do it after? Oh, maybe after. Maybe after. Let's do it maybe after. Maybe so just a quick after. recap. Best TV show, Chernobyl. Yes. Yeah. Uh, best old film for me was American Psycho. For you guys. Annihilation. Scream. Um, that's a good, worst, that's a good list worst old film for me was The Good Dinosaur. Ah, oh, it's Halloween. Me, Ellen, and Dying Girl. <laughs> and Should not be in that list, FYI. Um, and now we're on uh, worst of 2019. We just did it then. For me, it was The Highwayman. Mine was, what was it? Oh, it's that, that one at Bird Box. Birdies, babes, birds. What, that's worse than Star Wars? Star Wars is the most disappointing. Bird Box is the worst film. Right. Okay. And then uh, for me, it was uh, It Chapter 2. And now, it's the time you've all been waiting for. It's the best film of 2019. <laughs> Which films are going to get a questies? I'm really excited. Can we make? Can we make? Little, a little like trophy. Yeah, a little trophy to send them all out. Oh no, we're putting it on Wikipedia, aren't we? We're changing all the Wikipedia pages to say that yeah, they've got questies. Yeah. So How do we want to do this? Well, I already know yours. Yeah. We kind it of It was obvious. Mm. I mean we sort of talked about it before we started the podcast, but I already know it was I had guessed it anyway. Well why don't you do yours first then? Yeah, okay. So mine's slightly more complicated. Um so as it's been the end of the year and it's the end of the decade and various other things so let me start by explaining i'm not really that bothered about going into the new year that's never been something i've been that interested in but what i love at the end of the year my favorite favorite thing about the end of the year is lists people's films of the year games of the year songs of the year and that's just multiplied by two when it becomes to the when it's the decade, decade yeah. so I've really enjoyed going back and listening to like a lot of the music that I listened to over the last ten years, and I've, you know whatever, whatever, whatever. So I quite 
I couldn't when I was trying to choose my favorite album of the year or decade or whatever. I struggled to put like a number one. So I haven't got a favorite film. I just have a bunch of favorite films. Boo! This is a cop out. It's not a cop out. It's not a cop out. It's not what, a cop out. Of the decade or of this year? Yeah, this year. Right. Okay. Um. So I'll name some that you know of. So us, brilliant film. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. I yeah, loved that last film, scene. Yeah. Joker. Yeah, good film. Uh, Behind the Curve. That was up there, really. No, I'm joking. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm fair. absolutely joking, though. That film was. was, was, it, was I like that film. I don't think it was the best documentary of the yeah. year or anything, though. Uh, Klaus. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, the, all these films, they, they brought me different types of joy. Um, so, the other ones that are in there, top films of the year. So, Us, Klaus, The Joker. And then I think the last two. I recently watched today. I watched the report. The report. Oh, yeah. that's the one with um, the the torture Halloween. report. Yeah, I watched that today. What's his face? It's basically like a true story about um, someone who investigates the CIA for Adam Driver, Driver who who investigates the CIA um, for their act in the torture the torturing of members of the al-qaeda like the waterboard and yeah the like waterboard that. and yeah, stuff like that stuff. yeah and it's just a true story it's like a thriller it's very 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 good mm. really enjoyed that really really enjoyed that but the last i'd say my top two films of this year for two different reasons the first one is the farewell which i watched the I other day watched it. i finally watched it that film is amazing i nearly cried at several points it's a beautiful film about the relationship between a granddaughter and the grandmother regardless of the, the the circumstances it just basically follows their relationship one lives in america one lives in china and essentially it's just yeah i don't know it's just a story about about them too and how it, america is different i mean the crux than, is true crooks pretty yeah they, they basically the, the grandmother has cancer yeah. and then the whole family and apparently it's a quite common thing in china to is to not tell that person that they are actually ill so this person the, the girl in america essentially billy um she is sort of stuck because she wants to tell her grand that she's sick and that you know she should be spending the last couple of years of her life essentially you know doing a bucket list sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway it's just beautiful it's well well shot Really, really quirky, really, really weird. Just ticks all the Aaron boxes. Johnny would probably not like it because, you know, it's too, too many weird. feelings by the sounds. Yeah, there's a lot of feelings. And then the last one is a animated film called I Lost My Body. Totally, Aaron. Go on. Yeah. So I Lost My Body is a French film, an animated film, essentially where um, there's a, a guy gets his hand cut off. He works in like a sort of um, wood factory. He gets his hand cut off, and it follows the story of what happens to the hand. Um, and it follows the hand's story of how it gets back to its owner. Mm. It's that idea, you know, when um, someone—I don't know if you've ever heard—you know, when someone gets like loses a limb, mm. and then they say that when their dreams, they can still feel it, or they still feel it there, but it's not really there. Yeah. It's just basically like I guess it's the the idea of that of the imaginary hand still being there. And then when I, like you get a, an arm chopped your arm off but you get another person's arm put on you and that arm sort of takes over your body and like yeah. sort of like 
then becomes Revolver Ocelot, and then like, yeah, yeah, and then the events then, of Metal Gear Solid Four happen, and oh, it's just well, a this bad, is bad that's time. this is the story of the Metal Gear series, isn't it? <laughs> um, essentially, just it's a, it's a sort of it's the story about a boy who loses his hands, and it, it like shows the sort of past and present of like where he is now without his hand, and then where he was with his hand, and I don't know. It's, well, this, this is such an Aaron film. I'm sorry, it's beautifully writ- written. Um, it's really well animated. It is Heather and I watched it and just absolutely had that front cover is horrific by the way like the front that is so ah. bad yeah I just think it's, so Johnny's got a picture of the front I encourage you to Google it because it's it's not great yeah where did, you, where did you watch it at home is it on Netflix yes on Netflix ah okay the soundtrack is unbelievably good I've been just driving around listening to it for the past two weeks I'm glad you brought this up because I had no idea this existed it is so it is and it is so good it's so good. Um, there's a bit where like they mix the soundtrack with like this like um, French like rap artist mm. and like oh the flow. Right, Aaron, really I'm going to push you. You have to name one of those as your actual film year. Because uh, you can't name ten. Yeah, you've just listed ten. Mm, mm. You need to pick one. That's the it's the questie. Which 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 one are you going to give the questie to? The ginger questie. <laughs> the ginger questie. I think it goes to I lost my body. Cool. I'm excited to watch that then. It's really good. That show for it's genuinely film, really yeah. good. It's just a, it's quite an emotional tale. And I really think it's great. Excellent. Awesome. All right, boys. Now, I'll leave the floor the to you, listeners, if you can guess what their favorite film is this year. Say it it's, right now. It, yeah, say it right now. Call in <laughs> on 0111111. Movie Quest. Movie Quest. Questies. The Johnny Quest Award. <laughs> the Johnny Quest Award. Johnny, what is your favourite film of the year? Midsummer. What is yours? Midsummer. Midsummer. <laughs> yes. Read two different films? Uh, well, no. One is one is spoken correctly. One is whatever. Uh, this film. This film. So I watched Hereditary last year. Mm. And we all um, did. a spooky movie night. Yes, indeed. And that was impactful, to say the least. Um, and to be honest, it's one of those films where like, you, you watch it and you're like, wow, that was amazing. I need to like research this guy, Ari Aster, put out all these other movies, watch them all. And then you sort of just sort of move on with life and things happen. And then you forget he exists. It exists. And then suddenly, you're online a few, you know, at some point and then a trailer pops up and you're like, oh, what's this? Midsummer. Well, this looks interesting. And then you realise, oh, it's about the same guy. Oh, this music sounds interesting. Oh, the visuals visuals look good. I want to see this. Mm-hmm. So me and Johnny went to watch it, did the podcast about it. You can listen to that on the on the feed. It's us very hyped just after watching yes. the film and it's recorded at like half past midnight. Yes, so it is a bit all But for me, this is visually one of the most interesting films I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Stuff they're doing with the psychedelics and the like creepy daylight like horror film vibe. It's, it's, a, just... it's a village fate gone, yeah, gone yeah. bad. Yeah, I guess I give you a bit of a recap. Yeah, so it's like friend starts off uh, boyfriend and girlfriend uh, about to break up. Something happens to the girlfriend's family, so they stay together. They end up going. She ends up tagging along to a a um, a trip to Europe to um, I guess it's like Sweden or somewhere. Yeah, for... it's like a pagan type festival. Yeah. Um, and 
lots of crazy stuff happens at that point and you be he just basically goes down the rabbit hole and uh yeah you you end up in a very some very odd places mm. um it is creepy and scary in some parts but i wouldn't necessarily say say it's a very traditional horror film in any yeah. way really the, um, the the horror elements to me are like this this story rather than any kind of like there's no particular bad person or like evil being or like terrible murder that goes on but it's just the thought of what's happening with all the situations like the the people's backgrounds and why they're there and like why they can't leave and everything else like that that makes it really scary there's one or two sort of visual scenes that stick into my head um and i you know i sort of still think about like the uh uh the two people who um um get well they jump off the cliff uh, yes. uh, which is uh, pretty grisly just the noise that they make when they, uh, they hit the ground is pretty horrible so unfortunately I meant to text Aaron this week and say hey Aaron have you seen this film because it might be the film of the year and maybe you want to watch it but I didn't because I thought I just thought you already had watched it um, so unfortunately you haven't watched it have you I haven't watched it I will watch it because I love Hereditary and it comes quite highly regarded by you two what I've got some questions. Go what, what what sets this film apart from all the other great films that we've seen this year? Because we've seen a lot of good films. I think this this does something completely different with the with the horror genre, and or horror thriller yeah. genre. It's is it not the same or similar similar tones to Hereditary, right? Si- in in some parts, but I think it's more like stylistically, it's yeah. probably similar. But like the actual film is so it doesn't it doesn't feel. Like Hereditary was really scary and creepy in certain parts where you just could not move because oh, there's some like, crazy being in the room with him or whatever, and you you know you notice something in the background. Mm. This isn't like that. This is like an oppressive sort of. It's like it just feels like it probably feels what it feels like to be in a cult, to be sucked into a cult of some sort, and like and just know that there's no hope to get. I know, like yeah, oh, to feel like everything's like normalized and this what what's happening right now is normal. This is a normal thing. Whereas in Hereditary, it's like something's something really bad's happening to this family, and they know that it's that it's not meant to be like that. Whereas Midsummer's like everyone's just kind of fairly accepting of what's going on, and like this is just a thing that's happening. Apart from the main protagonist, yeah. this is a bit out. this is a bit lighter as well, a bit more comedy in this. Like there's not loads, but there's some comedic mm. moments. Um, and like it's just obviously it's lighter just visually because it's mostly set in the day because it's the the festival is like the, there's no there's no darkness is there? Yeah, it's like the longest day yeah. around the longest day. Um, so yeah. I mean, like just I mean, I I I went through my list of all the films I saw this year that were in the cinema or got released this year. Um, and to me, there's a couple that jump out, but this is one of the only ones that really film that really feels like it's a proper film where they're not just telling you a story where they're they're communicating so much through the visuals and through the 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 medium of film that you just you couldn't do i don't think you could tell the story very well as like a a book or a um or any other medium really maybe a game it could possibly work as a game with some psychedelic stuff but the stuff they do in this film it i think it only really would work as well as it does as a film um Mm -hmm. I know, yeah, I mean, in terms of the um, 
people in it. Florence Pugh in this film is. I mean, when we saw it, we were both like, "Yeah, she's going to be become a big star." She was in Fighting with Your Family this year, a bit of more of a mainstream thing. She's just about to be. I in li- see that. She's just about to be in Little Women. Um, I think she's probably going to be a big star in the next few years. Uh, the opening of the film is just so impactful and moving and horrific as well. Like it just hits you straight away and just slaps you in the face. Oh, yeah, I mean this whole this film's brilliant. So that that would be my yeah, I would say that's my film of the year. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. And then do we have any other honourable mentions well, beyond that? Do we what I was gonna say was probably my second favourite film of the year. I don't think it's I don't think this film I don't think this year's been particularly that strong in terms of new films, but for me the Joker was really good. I really enjoyed the Joker. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it leans too heavily on previous films. But I did. I did really. Like it was going to the cinema to watch it. It was probably one of the top, like cinema experiences I had. You know, in terms of like, again, visuals and stories and music and all that sort of stuff. It worked really well. Um, so that that was up there with my one of my favorites of the year. Honorable mentions or I've kind of I mentioned my most most of my like okay. on the run up. But if you've got guys have got any honorable mentions, uh, the the only other one I'd like to mention is Mandy. Um, oh yeah, great. I wouldn't great say I, I don't know if it would be my second favorite film. I probably have to look into detail about everything. But as a new film that's come out this year, I think was that last year? Last year. Well, anyway, yeah, it's a good film. I'd probably say if you like Midsummer, you probably like Mandy. But if you if you flipped it on its head as Mandy being a daylight kind of sunny um, horror film, this is flip opposite oh, yeah. it's all dark and dingy and grimy and grungy um, yeah great film great uh, visuals on that note um, <laughs> we'll, we're going to say goodbye to you uh, thanks for listening guys um, if you would like to support the show please rate us on iTunes Just tell your friends about us send us an email at moviequestpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. send us a message on Instagram at moviequestcast Happy New Year, guys, and hope you all have a good one. Yeah, if you've got a favourite film that you want to... Oh, yeah. Uh, as long as it wasn't any of the films that we didn't like. I know if you've got any um, any feedback, we're happy to, to take some of that feedback on board. Um, but, yeah, as, as I said, yeah, just Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. See you later. Bye. Bye. Do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. do 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 do